Entrepreneur Weekly interviews the brilliant leaders of today in order to provide a stepping stone of wisdom on the journey to personal business ownership. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. So today, we're going to talk about business. I know, we never do. Why not? (laughs) But I have a friend here that I've been uh, doing business with for a long time. Her name is Pam Golden. She is the president of GLA Communications, and she is the uh, the PR company for the Consumer Electronics Show, CES, and I didn't get to go this year because my daughter-in-law was having a baby, and there was a lot of things going on. I was like, all right, you know, what do I got? I got to choose between these two. All right, you got a new grandchild. That takes precedence. So, Pam Golden, welcome to the show. Thanks for uh, spending the time with us today. Thank you, Alan. So good to be here. Yes, I can see here by now looking at the never looked at before bio on you that you were an editor in trade publishing and technology industry. You also earned a degree in journalism and communication from Point Park University in Pittsburgh. I didn't realize all this stuff. I thought you were like, uh, you know, PR through and through, but you're, you're a journalist at heart. That's why you and I get along so well. <laughs> exactly. For sure. Yeah, totally. You know, and that's, I think, one of the really key things that's really one of the things that I think I've learned the most over the years is being able to use my journalism knowledge and translating it to PR. Yeah, you know? well. Because um, I, I, know, I know what reporters are looking for. I was one. I Actually, before technology trades, I was a, a, a newspaper reporter at a little newspaper in Manesson, Pennsylvania, about awesome. uh, 40 miles from Pittsburgh. Um, well, so, you know, daily well, newspaper reporter, so writing obit, covering be, board meetings. It was, it right. was, you know, great lesson. No, it's awesome. And being in the technology industry the way you have been for all these years, by the way, she has started and owned GLA Communications for 30, almost 36 years. Congratulations. Amazing. You. You've made it because, you know, I mean, I've seen a lot of PR companies come and go, but I guess what I'm what I'm wanting to do with you here today on the show is talk about this long run of success. And I mean, since I've known you at least 15 years doing PR for CES, one of the largest trade shows in the world, you have been a a pleasure to work with. And you know what? You made me better. You completed me (laughs) because you gave me incredible access to people that I needed to be able to speak to. You actually were like half of my job. Is if, if I had to go and find all those people, it would have been very difficult, but you made it to where it was like we did it together. And I guess that's what a PR agency is supposed to do. But I mean, you do it well. So let's talk about business, longevity of doing business, being able to have a, uh, a trusted partner in your clients and them look at you in that way like they, they can't do without you. You're the right arm of them in that way there's all these things i want to cover in this hour with just you pam well thank you alan yeah hopefully i can share some knowledge and help our, your listeners today and you know it's just i'm really thrilled to be talking to you i missed you so much in vegas i know um, you know you're one of my guys that i see all the time out there and it was it was hard not having a lot of the media out there that i normally would interact with but 2023 it'll we'll be back together again i'm Positive. There you go. Well, I, I'm, uh, I'm I'm shooting for that too. Let's start out with lessons learned from owning a PR agency for the past 36 years. Give me one before we take a break. 
One of the yeah, biggies. Um, I think, number one, you can never stop learning. You know, yeah. the communication industry is constantly changing. You know, when I started 36 years ago, there were trade publications and, some, and co- the general media was covering tech a little bit, but not that much. And now we have social media, digital marketing, you know, all the other tools that, you know, are part of communications. It's not just media relations anymore. It's a totally integrated communications program. And if you don't keep learning, you're not going to be able to survive and provide your clients or if you're internal, your internal clients with the knowledge and capabilities they need to tell their stories. Um, That's like for me, number one. I mean, I'm reading all the time. I'm reading, you know, PR communications publications. I'm watching, I'm attending webinars, you know, talking to other really smart PR people, going to conferences when we could. You know, it's. I think that's really important that for any business owner to know that you've got to keep learning. You can't just stay still. I absolutely agree. And not only in business, but in life. These are such important things. Absolutely. Pam Golden is with us. GLA Communications doing PR for the Consumer Electronics Show, CES, the largest trade show for many years and some of the secrets of her business and her success. I love this lady. We'll be right back with more. Here it is, Entrepreneur Weekly. Stay with us. Can't get enough of Entrepreneur Weekly? Check out our podcast on iTunes for even more content. Subscribe today. You're listening to Entrepreneur Weekly. I'm Alan Taylor. Our guest today is Pam Golden, president of GLA Communications. GLAPR.com on the web. Lessons learned from owning a PR agency for over 36 years. Doing PR for CES, the largest trade show, and the technology trade show. Uh, Her first lesson was never stop learning. I love that. And that that is true across the board. I mean, sadly... When you hear, you know, we've always done it like this, it's like, uh uh-oh, Houston, we've got a problem. Don't you think, Pam? Oh, 100%. You know, and I work with, you know, with not just CES, but other brands and trade associations. And I actually do PR for a bank here in the Northeast, and I'm based in New Jersey. And it's, you know... Somebody said to me, well, we've always done it that way. I'm like, well, then it's time to change <laughs> because <laughs> exactly. that's not the way to do it anymore. I don't, oh. I don't, and I used to say that to, you know, when I had, inter- when I had full staff, when I had staff that were employees and they'd come, well, we've always did it this way. And I'm like, well, I don't care anymore. I don't want it this way. Let's figure out new ways to do it. We have to keep changing. And I think that's really critical to try new things all the time. And they don't always work. Sometimes you wind up going back to something you've done, but you know, we have to look at it. And every time we do an event or a project or, you know, something, you know, a campaign, we, we analyze it, what worked, what didn't, what can we do better, what can we do differently. I think that's really important to always analyze, you know, not everything works and you got to go with the flow and yep. figure out, okay, how do we do it better next time? Yep. Couldn't agree anymore. Also, you know, how do you become a trusted partner and not just a vendor? Well, I think it's that honesty that willingness to be able to say, you know what, I know you've been doing this for a long time, but guess what? You didn't hire me to, to just be a yes man or woman. We need to analyze what you've been doing and determine whether we should be making some changes. And I can tell you right now, by looking at the numbers, you should be. You know, th- these are some honest conversations that have got to happen, right? Honesty, big. 
Absolutely. And that's where, the, as you said, the trusted partner comes in. You know, I've always said we are a partner, not a vendor. I don't want to be a vendor. I want to be a partner, you know, and, you know, what we bring to our clients is knowledge and honesty and thoughtfulness. And, you know, one of the things we always said is we tell it like it is. And that's, you know, they don't always want to hear it. And we, we know when to back down and say, okay, okay, we told you what we think. We gave you some good advice. You don't want to follow it. That's your choice. But at least we went on the record, you know, and said, here's things that we think you, well, you should handle a situation <laughs> or a campaign or a launch or anything. I love um, it. On the record. Well, we went on the record to say, we're going to tell you like it is. And if you mm-hmm. reject it, you know, that's, uh, and I don't want to be one of those, I told you so kind of people, but do you ever say that? I, you didn't listen to me. I told you so. <laughs> not, not so many words, not so many words, but I think, you know, we, we have a, a gentle way of saying things like that. I have a former client, who's somebody I worked with for many years, who's no, who has since passed away, who said, you can be a very pleasant nudge. <laughs> nudge, I love it. Okay, so number one, never stop learning. I'm going to call number two, tell it like it is. And we're talking about lessons learned from owning a PR agency for uh, the past 36 years. Pam Golden joining us. Pam, it has been honestly such a pleasure to work with you. I go to trade shows and events all over the world, and I can honestly say, you know, some of the trade shows after, you know, I've been doing this for forever, like you, they become places where you look forward to seeing some of your friends. And I really do look forward to seeing you. And we talk about our kids and now for us grandkids. All right, don't say that. But, you know, it's like we're at that <laughs> stage where and then we want to help each other do a better job at our jobs. I want to help you win. You want to help me win. All boats rise with the rising tides and we all win together. And what could be better in life? That's that trusted part thing i know i have one in you so thank you you're very welcome and thank you you got you have been over the years as well a great partner and you know every time i reach out to you and you know i say do you want to interview not just ces client you know the internal exec team at cpa and ces you know other clients over the years um you've always been super responsive you know you i think you also know and this comes to the trusted partner and, and not just with the client side, but also a trusted partner in some ways with the media and the reporters is that know me know that I'm not going to recommend they talk to somebody who doesn't have something important to say. I'm never going to pitch a client to you and say, I think these guys are great when I know that they're not, they're not who you want to talk to or that they're not the product category that you're covering, you know, things like that. So it it really, really bringing to the media if you're doing media relations you know the right message the right client the, the right executive for an interview so that you know you know that if i reach out to you it's going to be somebody good that's right not just somebody you want to just delete and say leave me alone all right hold tight so uh number three will be be a trusted partner we'll take a little break it is entrepreneur weekly my life is brilliant my love is pure Listening to Entrepreneur Weekly. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. More and more people are becoming entrepreneurs every day. Some not even by choice because they don't have a job, the job evaporated, but they've always known how to 
XYZ, whatever it is. Be a plumber, an electrician, a carpenter, a mechanic, whatever it is. And the next thing you know, everybody in the block needs a mechanic. Everybody in the block needs a carpenter. Whatever it is, a, a, a fix-it guy. All of a sudden, you're like, wow, I got to have receipts. I got to, you know, a business is born out of some necessity, okay? So today we're talking about how do you have a successful business. And a business in the PR business is, ay, 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 it's a dangerous business. I mean, you are really, you got to be sharp in the PR business. And Pam Golden joining us, president of GLA Communications, GLAPR.com. 36 years a PR agent and many, many years doing PR for the consumer electronics. So on top of everything else, it wasn't like you were in the clothing business. No, the consumer electronics industry is a high tech industry. It's a very, 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 three very smart group of people to begin with, Pam. You could have picked a little easier area there, but you've been a success for 36 years. Let's talk about people surrounding yourself with the right people. Yeah, and so, you know, as a business owner, you know, PR side, you know, but I'm a business owner, just like you, you're an entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur, I started my agency, I run it for 36, almost 36 years, but I can't do it on my own, you know, I know what I know, and I know what I don't know, I, I know, I'm not a finance person, Right. Um, I've learned, I've done a really great job, I think, of learning how to run a business from a finance side, but I don't do it on my own, so I have a consulting chief financial officer who I've been working with for about 15 years. And I don't make a financial move without him. I ask him questions. He looks at the books, you know, when he just analyzes the data, you know, all that together. And, you know, I've learned a lot from him over the years. But when I first, you know, when I first started, it was, you know, I didn't know much. Even though my dad was a CPA, I, I didn't have that kind of knowledge. But I've really picked it up. And so he's, you know, Scott's been amazing for me. And I couldn't do it without him. I'm not going to take the credit because he gets it. <laughs> and then, you know, I have an advisor I've been working with for a number of years who helps me on, like, the PR side, the business the business development side. He used to own it, run it, be president of, an a, of a large agency. He's now a consultant to small, mid-sized agencies, and I've been working with him for a number of years. A monthly phone call, holding my feet to the fire, asking me tough questions that wow. I probably wouldn't ask myself. Yeah. You know, so you have to have really great people to help you figure things out and, you know, ask for help. You know, I belong to the PRSA, Public Relations Society of America, which is our, our trade association, but the Counselors Academy group, which is made up of the senior leaders of small, small to mid-sized agencies. And we meet one, you know, normally meet, we meet once a year, looking forward to a conference in the spring. You know, that's where we share lots of great ideas and you just sit with somebody and say, hey, I have this challenge. How did you handle it? And everyone, you know, shares ideas back and forth and helps each other. And mm. so you really can't do it on your own if you do. I, I think you have to surround yourself with really smart people and okay. learn from them and, and then share it back. You know, I always want to share it back to either other agency owners or other business owners, you know, provide counsel. Um, based on what I've learned over the years. I think that's really critical also. I'm writing this down too because I got, you know, number one, never stop learning. Number two, tell it like it is, be honest. Number three, it leads to number three, be a trusted partner. Number four, surround yourself with good people, clearly. Number five, I think, um, is so much a part of number four, which is ask for help. And in other words, if you don't have a little bit of humility and you don't, you, know, you never ask for help, because a lot of us entrepreneurs, we, we become very thick headed, very arrogant and little tyrants in our businesses. And if somebody doesn't agree with us and they, they try and tell it like it is, you're fired. Get out of here. I don't need you. Anyway, you know, literally, we got to have some humility 
because it's a team. It takes a village, and your business is like a village. I was thinking about. I, I just had you know uh, lunch today at a little tiny place that I helped uh, to build, a little Hawaiian restaurant, and it was just mom and pop to begin with. And um, in the Hawaiians, they all call the, the female, they all call her auntie. They're all auntie. Everybody's, if, if somebody walks in, it's like, hey, auntie, what's going on? I'm like, are you related? Oh, we're all related, you know? But it was funny because they got to a certain point where they couldn't have any time off. And so they finally, they started hiring people and, and then they, but they got to pour all of their, their culture, their business culture and their life culture and they take so much and then the guy's gone. It was like, oh, what happened? He's gone. Frankie's gone. And then they're, oh, it's like being a small business, it is so much of your soul. It's so much of your life. But then the problem is we get, you know, we get thick headed. And so I, I think this is so important. These conversations here that we're having, what does it take to be a success? No matter how little, a little pizza place, a little Hawaiian food place, or the big GLA communications that does PR for the CES. I mean, what a daunting job you have. And I can see though, I love it. Ask for help and then share it back. Oh my gosh. I love that. It's beautiful. You always have to give it back, you know, it's pay it forward, give it back. You know, a lot of people help me get to lead where I am, whether it's, a, you know, when I, I started out as a journalist, met some, you know, was covering consumer technology. So got to be friendly with the folks at RCA back in the day and, you know, late 70s, early 80s. And they were my first client when I started my agency. And, you know, they trusted me and they knew me and, you know, they were instrumental in me getting to where I am today. I love um, it. And I would will forever be grateful to the whole, everybody who works there and some of the folks who worked there back in those days are still friends. Right. Um, you know, keep in touch with them, uh, even though many of them are retired. You know what, though? But um, here's know, the thing. Here, here's been, what it is. You, we you gotta start somewhere. Right? Whether you retire or not. If you love them while you're in business with them, don't you still love them after they retire? Heck yeah. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a break. Pam Golden is with us, GLA Communications, the PR company for the Consumer Electronics Show. And she's my friend, more importantly. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Alan Taylor from Entrepreneur Weekly. Child sexual exploitation is an unimaginable crime that continues to invade our communities and homes. The Maloof Foundation is confronting this crime by providing education, promoting healing, and ensuring justice for survivors. But this cause can't be won alone. Learn how you can join the Maloof Foundation in their efforts to preserve a child's right to freedom, hope, justice, and dignity at MaloofFoundation.org. That's M-A-L-O-U-F Foundation.org. You're listening to Entrepreneur Weekly. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. And don't forget, pick up a copy of our magazine, Entrepreneur Magazine, on newsstands everywhere. And our website, entrepreneur.com. Uh, lots of podcasts like this one. Well, no podcast is like this one, but there's a lot of podcasts there. 
as I uh, flatter myself. Um, anyway, there's a lot of great information there for you entrepreneurs or wantrepreneurs. Uh, Pam Golden joining us, GLA Communications, 36 years in the PR industry, worked for huge companies along the way. And Pam, you know, I, I was mentioning the little companies, the little, you know, I, I met this Hawaiian family. They had a, a little food truck and I just fell in love with them. And I, I said, hey, I got a little plaza, you know, maybe you come over and I build you a little restaurant over here. And, and then, of course, in 2020, we are the only restaurant that opened in our town because, you know, it's like everybody was locked down, right? But we pivoted right in the middle of everything. We were going to open a little um, little Hawaiian restaurant, and we go, okay, it's still going to be a Hawaiian restaurant. We built the most fantastic kitchen, but we're going to pivot. Now the dining room is a waiting room, and you put the chairs, you know, distance them apart and what have you, but it's a grab-and-go. So now everybody was still wanting to get, you know, food to take, but they couldn't eat in restaurants, so we pivoted, and it become a grab-and-go where you make your order online, and you know the, the whole restaurant pivoted and changed, and it's a great success, but still, it's a mom-and-pop business, and I've been trying to help them as, and grow. And But what's funny is if these small mom-and-pop businesses don't know their business and really know their business, the ins and the outs, and don't just start looking at the, the bottom line with the, uh, the bank account fills up, but you haven't paid your bills yet, if you know what I'm saying, if they don't know their business and know kind of the science behind running a business, they will never become that that chain, that In-N-Out Burger kind of chain, if you know what I'm saying. So maybe you could talk to that a little bit. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. It's so important for an owner of the business, no matter what kind of business it is, and really, you know, especially as entrepreneurs, to understand our business, to be able to read the P&L, to be able to look at a line and say, wait, that's misallocated. You know, I have a bookkeeper, I have an accountant, you know, even though I'm a small agency, you know, you have to have people who you trust to, to do all your finances, but you have to look at them. So every month I look at the report, you know, every month I, I go line by line to make sure everything's accurate. I look at the bank account every day, you know, that kind of thing. Um, right. It's it's critical. You don't want to turn that all over to somebody. I, you know, have heard of instances where people don't look at their numbers until they get ready to do their tax returns and then they're shocked. Like, wait a minute, I don't understand what's going on here. You've got to be on it all the time. There's a phrase of being on your business, not just in the business. So I think that's really important. It's so funny. I remember when I was in my 20s, and I was in the car business because I love cars. You know me. I work with uh, car magazines and, and entrepreneur as well. And I was in the car business, and I used to, I used to get like blown away by the fact that We've done a couple million dollars in sales. But yeah, our cars are ten and 15,000 bucks each. That adds up pretty quick. And what I would not do as a young guy is I would not really look at the truth of where we were, profit and loss statements and things like that. And I had a bookkeeper that I got from another car dealer, which is so funny because uh, this guy says, she's great. She'll make you look good even if you're in the toilet. I remember him saying that. (laughs) <laughs> and it was like, well, why would I? Well, I don't know. I don't know any bookkeepers. Anyway. I'm in my 20s, early 20s, you know. And so I got this bookkeeper and I remember her saying to me one day, she goes, all right, here's what we're going to show the bank, you know, because they need to go get a loan. And I'm like, is that where I am? Wow. She goes, no, 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 no. That's not where you are. That's where you need to be, but that's not where you're at. And I was like, well, wait a minute. What, where am I? We'll talk about that later. Let's get you this loan first. And it was like, what is going on? You know, the, the problem is you got to be careful who you use. You can't just use anybody 
to give you the information that you are relying on the life of your business and your family for. Mm-hmm. So, and I, but it took me a couple of years to finally go, you know what? I am so tired of playing this crazy shell game. I got to get a real accountant. And then I remember the first time I got my, my P and L, I was like, this is horrible. And he goes, yeah. He goes, what are you going to do to fix this? He goes, you can't keep going. You're going to be out of money. And I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, it was like such a shocking moment in my life. I still remember it. It was 40 years ago, you know? Yeah. I do know. And so that's why it's so important that, you know, no matter what your business is, that you know your business. You know, it's great if, you know, you mentioned, you know, whether you're a plumber or a construction company or, you know, whatever you, and, you know, as I said, I look at the books every month. I look at the bank account every day. I know what's going in. I know what's going out. You don't want surprises. And, you know, the trusted partner works both ways. You know, I'm a trusted partner to my clients, but I want trusted partners to help me run my business as well. Right, totally, totally. <laughs> so I have night sweats every now and then. I wake up going, oh, no. Oh, thank God. That was 30 years ago. You know? <laughs> because, I mean, I, 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 I had lines of credit with car companies and auction houses, and I had money that I didn't have. But they were trusting me, and I was blowing it. So, yeah, I've been down that road, everybody. We'll take a break. Pam Golden here, uh, GLA Communications. We're going to be right back and talk about uh, the art of business. We'll be right back. She's starting to dance. Every soul in the room keeping time with hands. And we say, So you're listening to Entrepreneur Weekly, Entrepreneur Magazine's radio show. And every so often, I I just get the hankering to talk about good old everyday business. The do's, the don'ts, the, the, you know, because we all have up and down years, up and down months, up and down decades. Oh, I spent a decade in the downs for a while there. Pam Golden joining us right now from GLA Communications. She does PR for CES and other big companies, and she's been in business 36 years coming up here in May. Congratulations for that again. So, yeah, it's the lessons. I, You know, my children are now at this age where they're becoming, well, they are entrepreneurs because dad's an entrepreneur, and, you know, it's just it's, it's in their blood, right? So, and I think to myself, I wish I could do the Vulcan mind mesh. You remember from uh, Star Trek with Dr. Mm-hmm. Spock? And I wish I could just transfer all the information into their heads. But you can't. So you got to have a lot of conversations. And I, I know that I've also got to watch my kids do a little bit of a certain amount of suffering because, you know, we're stubborn. We entrepreneurs are stubborn people. We have an idea. And especially if you know you're making a product or something, you're so engrossed in the product and the making of the product. And Pam, you know how it is. You deal with all the people at the Consumer Electronics Show. They're so busy making their product for the most part. And then they've got to have somebody that's really good at PR, you, to help them take that product to market. And then you have to like be brutally honest with them on some things. And that product might as well be their baby. It might as well be their child, if you know what I mean. So there is a lot of growing, growth, maturing that has to happen as an entrepreneur. And if you aren't growing, if you aren't growing and you aren't learning, then baby, you're dying slowly. And um, it's sad, but you usually, we will wake up. We will wake up at a certain point. It's like, okay, I need some help. 
because you know it's it gets humiliating when things aren't going the way somebody said to me the other day oh my gosh i can't even repeat it on the air he went to the bathroom in the bed <laughs> and he says they literally told their employees that they well i'll say it they pooped the bed in business and i'm like they what he says yeah he said they had made a lot of financial mistakes, even though the, the company was running great, you know, building the products and everything was on time, but they were running out of money because they hadn't done great planning and they didn't have great, uh, you know, financial advice. And so then they needed to go out and find a partner and they found a partner that was that was that was their strong point. And so every now and then we do need to partner up with people that are better at us in certain areas because it's just like my wife and I are total opposites, but opposites attract and there's a reason for that. Anyway, I'm rambling on here. What have you to say about this? I agree with you. You know, I've worked with a number of startups over the years and you know, especially it, it, with the founders, you're right. It's their baby. This is my, my product. If I've developed this, I've created it. I'm bringing it to market. I burst it. Now I want to see it grow and you know, into the next phase. But typically, in those cases, a lot of cases, they're engineers and they don't know anything about marketing. It's rare right. that a tech entrepreneur knows marketing. So they're great at developing the product, but they have no idea how to bring it to market, yeah. whether it's sales or marketing or PR or advertising, anything. So it's, you know, what's one of the things that, you know, I love doing is working with startups and help them figure out how do we tell this story? How do we share you know, how do we get to the customer? What messages do we deliver? How do we differentiate our product from everybody else that's out there? Because there's very few things that are so unique right now. You know, there's not that many products out there that's so different from the other products that you've got to find a different niche and you have to figure out how to tell that differentiator. Mm. You know, I have a friend who I literally called him an idiot savant. And I, and I said, that's not, that's not an insult. You are brilliant in some ways and a total idiot in other ways. <laughs> and I, I had this conversation with him because he's an inventor and he is so brilliant. The problem is once he's done building his, you know, his, his, his baby and birthing his baby, he thinks that baby is worth the moon. And this is the idiot part. And he won't take advice from anybody that knows the business that he's just created this, this product for. And I watched him so many times create a brilliant idea and then totally blow it by overpricing it, by being arrogant, by not letting somebody that is a specialist present the product. He's the inventor. He needs to stay in his invention lab. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think that's one thing we all have to learn is when we've learned that we don't know certain things about certain aspects of our business, find somebody that does and then put some trust into the invest into them, become that trusted partner. Let them become your partner, even if they're not a partner, but if you've hired them, they're as good as a partner because you both win, they get their paycheck and you get yours, right? Absolutely. It, it's, you know, it's so critical. You know, everything we've talked about during this conversation has been about, you know, knowing what you know and knowing what you don't know. Yep. And, you know, a, a really smart business person, whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you, you know, you're a CEO of a, of a Fortune 500 company, you know what you know and you know what you don't. And then surround yourself with people who can help make you smarter, help you run your business, help you grow, help you succeed. You know, yeah. it's the worst thing, you know, and you're a business owner, I'm a business owner. Sometimes you feel like you're out on an island by yourself. Yeah. You know, so, you know, you know, who do you go to for advice? Do I look in the mirror and talk to myself? You know, yeah, I do that at times. Right. <laughs> but, right. you know, you've got to have somebody you can say, hey, I'm thinking about this. Does it make sense? 
yeah. you know, and I, you're not just my, you know, my, my business consultants, but I also work with other consultants who help me with writing or media relations or strategy. And some of them I've worked with for a number of years and they're super smart and I love working with them. I learned from them. They learned from me and we have a lot of fun together. And that's what it's all about is building a really good team of people who you trust and yeah. who you can respect. And I think respect is a really critical thing, whether it's your clients or your customers or your team. It's really important that everybody respects each other. Totally. I go back to this ask for help. Why is it, do you think, and is it just human nature maybe, that we don't like to ask for help? I mean, think about it. You buy something at anywhere that has to be put together. I'm that guy that doesn't even want to look at the instructions. I want to figure it out. This should be intuitive. You know, but it's nothing is intuitive. Some when you're building something that was designed to be packaged up and shipped in the mail, it's it's like it's a it's an erector set. So I finally the other day we did this with a TV mount. Me and the guy that were going to mount it, we were both trying to. We didn't want to look at the doggone instructions. We were trying to figure it out. And finally, I look at the guy and I go, "You know what? You know what?" And he looks at me and he goes, "What?" And I go we ought to look at the instructions and we both started laughing because it was so easy. We were just so stubborn. So when we come back, we're going to talk about mentoring and helping young people in the early stages of their careers. And first of all, we have to learn how to read the instructions ourselves before we can obviously teach somebody else how to do that simple thing. You know what I mean? So we'll take a little break. Uh, Pam Golden joining us, GLA Communications, GLA PR.com on the web. And yes, she's my friend. Uh, I always meet with her at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. She's the PR company for them. We'll be right back. Are you paying too much for business insurance? Do you have critical gaps in your coverage? Entrepreneur Insurance can help you find out. In 6 out of 10 policies, business owners are paying too much for property, general liability, or workers' comp insurance. Entrepreneur Insurance can help you identify ways to save and any gaps in coverage. Head to entrepreneur.com slash insurance to complete the questionnaire and get a personalized quote. It's an easy way to find out if you're paying too much. Again, that's entrepreneur.com slash insurance. You're listening to Entrepreneur Weekly. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. Talking with Pam Golden, president of GLA Communications, 36 years owning a PR agency, and we're just kind of going over oh, the stuff of running a business and being successful. And most of it is not rocket science, Pam. I can tell you, I'm looking, this is all basic stuff. Never stop learning. That's like so important. Tell it like it is. Be a trusted partner. Surround yourself with good people. Ask for help and then share it back and it's important to know what you don't know and admit it to yourself so that you can go out and get some help. Now, last but not least, I want to talk about mentoring and helping young people in, in the early stages of their career. So I'm going to hand it over to you for that. When I started out in journalism, tech journalism, especially, you know, in the early 80s, I was one of the few women in the tech media. We weren't even tech media then. We were consumer electronics media. And now we're tech, consumer tech. But most of my, I had almost all male bosses and all my great 
and colleagues who were mostly men and very few women to, you know, but they did mentor me, you know, they, they provided guidance and helped and all that. But, you know, I was really missing having a woman mentor, you know, it's, it's, it's back in the eighties and even, you know, even still now it's sometimes challenging being the only woman in the room. When I started out, I was often the only woman at the table and, you know, you really you have to have, you know, a good backbone and be able to get your opinions out. And, but, you know, there were times where, you know, men would be like talked down to you. So, you know, I've made it a, a passion of mine over the years to make sure that today's young women, especially, have somebody to, to help guide them and somebody to talk to and provide guidance. And whether it's a, a, somebody who works at a client who wants to have some help from outside because they don't want to talk to somebody inside or it's a young journalist or, you know, a son or daughter of, you know, a business friend or personal friend. I just think it's really critical for us, our generation, you know, of you and I to be able to help today's young people figure things out and guide them, you know, not do it for them, but ask the tough questions for them. Why do you want to do this? What's your challenge? How do you solve that problem? Um, But I think it's so important that they have somebody to go to who has lots of experience and can give them some guidance because nobody can do it on their own. And it's a tough world out there for our young people right now. Totally. Well, I see here too, by the way, I should have mentioned this, that uh, Pam Golden was in 2017, the recipient of the Leading Women Entrepreneurs Brand Builder Award. And congratulations on that. I know it's been a few years, but you have always been that kind of person. And I think that, you know, the one thing that I love about entrepreneurs is that they love what they're doing. They put love into it, and that is the secret sauce. When I see you, I see a person that I perceive to love me. You always smile, and I want to come and give you a hug and say, how you been? How's it been going? I care. So you you put in my heart your love, and that is an exchange of something that cannot be paid for with money, and it has so much more value than anything in this world, and I all I can say is thank you for that. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show because you're always so giving. And you, I take, to take an hour to talk about business, not something everybody wants to do because business can be painful. And trying to even dredge up some of the lessons you've learned, like I had to go through there when I was in my 20s, man, I lost everything before I learned my lessons. And then I was, I was interviewed one time because I was on with Regis and Kelly on ABC and my local town came to me and they said, what do you attribute your success to, Alan? And I said, my success. And the only thing that could come up was all my failures because had mm-hmm. I not had those failures, I wouldn't have had the building blocks to build to a success. So our failures are important. People are important. Never stop learning. Be that trusted partner. Know what you know and know what you don't know because sometimes you just got to be honest with your own daggone self and say, I just don't know. Maybe I should go get some help. And then once you've learned all these things, be like Pam Golden and share it back. And I, I appreciate you for that, Pam. I really do. Thank you. Yeah. And it's, you know, especially, you know, like I don't want to just harp on the helping women, but women have to advocate for themselves even today. It's gotten a lot better, but we still have to fight for the positions at the table at times. Uh, and I, I think it's really critical to, you know, um, have the strength and have somebody to go to and ask for advice. And totally you know, I'm agree. happy to be that person, you know, because I think it's so critical. I had a lot of people helping me along the way. This journey was not my own. You know, I'm, I didn't get here by myself. You know, I had lots of friends, right. family, clients, reporters, etc., helping me um so to me it's so important to give it back to others i love it what she's saying right there people once you've learned it once you've felt it share it 
And what that thing is that is the it is love. Share the love. Thank you, Pam. You're the best. Thank you, Madeline. Pam Golden. Great to talk to you. Thank you. GLA Communications, GLAPR.com on the web. I'm Alan Taylor. This is Entrepreneur Weekly. See you next week. This program is copyrighted by Entrepreneur Media Incorporated.